When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time now to speak with Adelaide Sandville coach Michael Godden. Um, they've had a good year, the yeah, Crows. I'm a bit stiff to miss in the in the big league, but in the Sandville, they've, they're playing in the qualifying final. They take on Sturt. Yes. And um, and they've got some boys in form. Who's playing? We're not so sure, but let's welcome the coach, Michael Godden. Mickey, how are you? Good, thanks, guys. Congratulations on a good year. I mean, we've had you in the some of the dark times over the last couple of years, but things are certainly looking up and... A lot of the players, I think for you, that'd be your main role. They're making some really nice headway. Yeah, no, you're right. It's been a it's been a long few years, but we are starting to see some benefit now. The, the hard work behind the scenes, and obviously the whole squad's been quite strong. And you know, unfortunate for the AFL not to make the finals, but you know we've certainly taken some big strides. And yeah, and the sample obviously continued to be quite successful again. So. Um, which is great because you need depth. And, um, yeah, the exciting bit is that every player that went up this year contributed at a high level, and that's important. They didn't just get games. They made a big difference. And um, yeah, it's really exciting for our group at the development level because, you know, if it means we're doing something right. Yeah, I mean, you're exactly doing something right. But uh, there's obviously players that get disappointed. And uh, I look at a Sam Berry who I thought came on last year Obviously had some injuries this year and maybe a bit of lack of form. McHenry came up early in the year, I thought was really good, particularly as a sub. Cook had a had a shot. Schomburg, um, you can't fit them all in though, can you? I suppose it's in a way it's a nice problem to have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's disappointing for those guys, but they're still, you know, I guess, in the infancy of their AFL career, and you know, not everyone has a has a straight line to the top, do they? And you know, those guys you all mentioned that have had some tremendous AFL football at, at certain times and. Yeah, they've they've been with me for the majority of the year, and they've they've played some really good footy too. And you know, we often talk about it's just part of their journey. And you know, next year might be completely different. We hope it is for them because you know they, they work hard. And you know, this this but as you say, you can't fit everyone in that in that top twenty three. No, Mick. Uh, one of the one of the players that, that struggled to get back in the team was obviously an All Australian best and fairest winner, Matty Crouch. Now. I've said for a few years now, we've just got to get him to use his legs and you can find the footy, but he, he tended to handball the blokes flat-footed. Now, last night, I don't, you probably didn't hear this, but I actually I actually gave you a pat on the back because somewhere along the line, Matt Crouch this year has gone from a, just a standstill handballer to actually driving his legs through the contest at AFL level and become a really good player. And, and, and it's hard, and I'll, I'll, you can be honest on this, it's hard for older players to change, but I reckon your work on him has has worked for him now. Yeah, but it's it is really hard for players, especially that have been in the system for a while, to to change habits. It's it, it is really difficult because in the moment they know what they want to do, but their body acts in a different way. So it takes a little while of continuing to practice it. So we practice it consistently. Um, you know, he does it with myself, with the other mids, with VB as well, and. And, you know, he, he reviews his games as well as anybody and understands that that's the area he needed to improve. And it's just, it's really pleasing when you sit back and you can see him when he's getting frustrated and then all of a sudden it starts to work and then, oh, yeah, I can use my legs and I can create more space and time and space for myself. And then to see him produce at an AFL level, is it's really exciting. And, 
you know, it's, it's sometimes it's like the penny drops and then, then away they go. Malcolm and I seem to speak about Matt Crouch every week. Um, is he in? Is he not in? This and that. But and and we slightly differ on where he's. I mean, I I think he's quite entitled to to look elsewhere if he can get a you know a two year deal because we know he can play and he's played a lot of time with you and it's the last month he's shown he can play again. So where does it, where do you think the club sits on that? Is he, he probably wants to be not guaranteed again, but no, he's certainly in your mix. Otherwise, he maybe is best to look elsewhere. Yeah, I don't really have a position on it because obviously it's it's his life. I, I don't want to speak for him. You know, I just I hope he's still at the footy club because I I know that he's worked through the hardest part of his career. You know, when you you progress as well as he did as a younger player, then he faced some challenges. He's risen above those challenges. He's got himself to a point where now he can impact games. I would nearly argue at a higher level than he ever has. So for me, I, I hope we keep him and I hope that he plays and. Um, but yeah, I certainly I, I don't want to speak for what he wants. Um, I just know he likes playing AFL footy because you know every week he was with us as much as he was wonderful for me. I could tell the glint in his eye. He wants to be up there playing yeah. AFL. And, you know, it's really I'm really happy for him. Clearly, yeah, I I, I seriously hope he plays. This is this is an this is a new look, Matty Crouch, and I think he can he can play for a lot of years because he's a committed fella, isn't he? He trains really hard. Hey, I was interested in what David and you spoke about at the start when you started this that. The Sandful form has been very good. You know the guys playing well in the Sandful. You know, you can, yeah. I keep look, you know looking at the best players. You can't watch all the games, of course, because you're, you're doing watching other games. But Mick, it just seems to me that the Sandful is a really good springboard, maybe better than some of the others in the VFL system, because you're playing against really senior hard bodies. You know, Glenelg and Sturt and those sort of places. Yeah, definitely. I think there's a there's a real steep learning curve for some players. You think about a Billy Dowling, who's one of our young midfielders on our list, to you know to be into into a league season, you know, playing up against some of the best sample midfielders there is. He learns a lot of things. Like he he obviously you know gets to train against Laddy and all those guys, but then on a weekly basis, it, it's a slightly different game. Obviously, sample it's it is a bit more contested, and obviously the game's a bit slower. But they learn a lot of lessons. Mm. You know, just around, you know, we really put a lot of time and effort into it because it's not only about educating these individuals, it's about educating them to be hard and tough and play a brand of footy that we're going to be proud of. So, you know, we try to emulate that at the sample level and, you know, these guys are, you know, they're on a steep learning curve and they're lucky to be in a competition that they are. Now, Big Keeney, he comes on, plays in a showdown, stands Charlie Dixon. His first couple of moments were as nervous as a, nervy as a kitten, but he looks so good and, He's been able to, you know, hold up an end since the big boys have been out and Murray and Butts. And um, did you, you obviously saw him a lot closer than we did, Michael, but did you, did you see that in him? Think that he could just go and take the next step? Yeah, he, I mean, he took a little while to get going. He obviously came over late from Ireland and, you know, to, didn't get a full pre-season in. And so he was a little bit behind the eight ball, but he, he worked really hard and, you know, the opportunity arose. I mean, it's pretty unprecedented we lose that many tall backs in, in one oh, well, in so, a month, yeah. really. And you know, it's, it, But he got his chance and he took his chance. And that's the most pleasing part from our point of view is to see players like him and you know, Josh Worrell, James Borlase, you know, Nan Curvis, yeah. who have played a lot of sample footy that have stepped up and not only, as I said earlier, not only play at the level, but succeed at the level. So, yeah, it's it's really good for Keeney. He's a, you know, he's a great, he's a great character and, um, you know, he's got some real. He's got he's got a real spunk about him. He's, he's a funny guy, and he, he can play with the footy. 
Yeah, it was it was almost mini tragic, wasn't it? But and Murray, I thought Murray was the most improved player at the club. I, he really had, had come on in leaps and bounds. But anyhow, you, you didn't have him for a while. I, have you been involved in the exits? Uh, you know, there's there's players and coaches sit down and go through their season and all that. Have you been involved in any of those so far, Michael? Yeah, pick and choose some of them. There's um, they get very long when you're doing one every fifteen minutes, of course, but. Yeah. Some of them, um, you know, it's really only needed Nixie and, and, and pretty much Burjo in there. There's not too much for me. But the exits have reduced a lot in, over the years. Like early days, they were very long and detailed, whereas now it's, it's more of a check-in, make sure you're okay, know where you're going, understand where you're frozen, you know, where, you, where you've been good, where you've got some improvement areas, and they are very quick. But, I, yeah, I've been in and out a bit of... Obviously, trying to prepare another team as well. Yeah, of so, course. Yeah. yeah, I haven't been in them all. And the other thing with that, Michael, too, I mean, you've got time during the year now, haven't you? I mean, the boys are full-time. You know, 10, 15 years ago, they weren't full-time. So there's a lot more full-time. So you can actually map that program out during the year with them. Yeah, those those meetings are really just a you know, gathering that we do nearly every week anyway. Yeah. So, you know, the, it's nothing new to the player. They know exactly where they're at. But it's just might be. Sometimes it's nice just in a relaxed environment to have a chat for 15 minutes and just see how where their head's at. Tell us about your game plan, Mickey, in finals. Remember we had the, the issue last year. Gee, what happens if the Crows win? How bad is that for the, the sand form? Well, I mean, absolutely ridiculous. Remember that, though? But people were kicking Drives up. me nuts, that. So my point is how many... You know what? That, that is naive myopathy. Oh. Is such a, is well, I don't know. I'll think about it. Yeah. I'll come back with that. But um, <laughs> how many players, Mickey... Can you get on the park? You, you're trying to get your best team on. I'm not, obviously, some need operations. You want to put some to pass. To be, you're going to try and pick the best side, the lads that have qualified. Yeah, we will. Um, obviously, we're a little hamstrung. You know, when you look at the likes of we mentioned the players we mentioned earlier, and then obviously Elliot Himmelberg went down recently with that bad uh, quad injury, and um, uh, poor Harry Schomburg went out on the weekend as yeah. well, who was also qualified. So. There's some that have been out of our control, unfortunately. So, yeah, we are a little, well, when I say a little bit, we're a lot less um, from a personnel perspective than what we were a month ago, but that's sort of to be expected. So, yeah, we will play. If ever if you're fit and you're healthy, you're playing. Yeah. Basically, we want to certainly have a good crack at it. But, yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's no secret. We're not as strong as we were six weeks ago. I think it was Zach Taylor played well in the finals last year and Peddler were another yeah, one. Yeah. How's he going? He's had injury issues. Um and Cook and Berry, if you, there's just three players, if you can let us know how they're going, because I think they've yeah, all got so, talent in different yeah. ways. Absolutely. Zach um, obviously missed the majority of this year, unfortunately, with his foot injuries, had surgery. He's in the road to recovery. He's been spending his entire life in the gym, so he's going to come back in a really good shape. He looks he looks wonderful. He's been up there working really hard, so he's obviously going to have a long pre-season again. But uh, we we um, you know we I expect a lot from Zach next year. I think he's a real talent. He was he was sensational in our final series last year. Um, Sam Berry, I think is you know his last month's been excellent as well. You know talking about that leg drive, his leg drives as good as anybody. We've just got to tidy up a few other areas, but he you know he's he's made for finals footy and yeah. Braden Cook, of course, is someone who we really like from a talent perspective. He can do anything with a footy that kid and. Um, he's just consistency is probably his biggest challenge at the moment. And, um, yeah, but they all have an opportunity to have a breakout in a final series, which set them up for next year. And the player you mentioned earlier was Luke Peddler. He had, did exactly that last year. And unfortunately, he got injured for the prelim final. We would have loved to have him out there. But, he, uh, yeah, he set himself up for this AFL year off the back of the Sanford finals. Michael, you, I mean, you've been at the club now for a while. You, 
did great things at Woodville West Torrens, obviously. The enjoyment factor this year, I, I can just see nearly everyone had a smile most of the time, not all the time. I know we lost some close games and all that sort of stuff, but it, that climb, you know, that, that four-year climb, which we all know is going to happen once you go down the bottom, there's going to be some hard work, need some really good players, good draft picks, and then a bit of system to go with it. So it just looked to me as though the club was in a really, really happy place. Yeah, I certainly feel that. It's a wonderful place to work. It, it was certainly tough in those early years, but I just loved coming to work every day. The playing group, the staff, everyone's in a really good space. And I think when you have a clear pathway of where you're going and you see the improvement every week is why players are happy. We're not happy we're not playing finals, but we also know the direction we're going. And, you know, we've, we've seen that week in, week out. And we know our consistency is not quite there, but... Yeah, we, we also know what goes wrong when we lose, and that's a critical factor. Yeah, sure. Um, because we can then address it and fix it, and we'll just get better as time goes on. I think recruiting's been good. You get Isaac Rankin, you get Dawson, and, and making Adelaide a destination club. I think Port have been for quite a while, so I think Adelaide are, are sort of closing the gap there. Looking at the bigger picture, Mickey, what do you think the Crows need um, If you in your first sort of picks? Is it is it one area? Is it a... Is it a big-bodied midfielder? Is it someone with speed? You, you look pretty well set with forward options. Um, got a lot of defenders out at the moment, so you've got plenty to choose from when they come back. But what, what do you think you need? Yeah, I think it's a, it is a, it's a tough one. We, I mean, you always want another midfielder. You always want a big-bodied mid that's got speed and talent. But, I mean, they don't, fall, they don't come around every day. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, we'll try to, you know, generate that out of the sample as well. As, you know, as I said, players like Berry and Dowling and, those fellas, but um, you know, at the moment, I, I I worry what's going to happen in our back line at this point because clearly, the um, you know we've got a lot of injuries there and they won't be back for a fair portion of next year. So, yeah, I think that we need to make sure that the guys that are uh, you know back there can stand up for at least half the year until we can get some reinforcements. So, um, yeah, that's Reedy's job. He can work hard in that area. <laughs> it's good idea. Yeah, get on your bike and work. Hey, just. All-Australian team announced last night, the two Crows boys, Walker at 33 and Jordan Dawson, um, both had very good years, obviously. I mean, I always think those awards, I think Michael Voss said it better when he talked about Charlie Curnow winning the Coleman medal. He said, yeah, I know it's an individual award, but you, you feel as though it's all part of the team. You feel as though you're part of it when you, you know, when two of your teammates get in the All-Australian team. Do you, do you have that mind that you feel good about the club when you see that happen? Absolutely, yeah. We all, every every person in this facility should take credit for yeah. it because those guys are the the face of it for sure. But if the ball, you know, doesn't well, if the game plan and the fitness and the health and fitness and the mental health and all the things it needs for a player to play at the level isn't there, well, they don't play at the level. So everyone has their little finger in the pie when it comes to that. And yeah, we all. I was chuffed to see it, and you know, obviously messaged them today and. Yeah, they're, they're grateful. You know, we, we all do share in their success, so it's wonderful for those two blokes. Now, Michael, at the start of the year, you know, we, we do predictions, of course, because we're in the media, and we, apparently we know <laughs> stuff. I reckon we know I reckon we know too much, so you get too many wrong. But anyhow, at the start of the year, I thought the Crows, between 8 and 10 wins, you know, I think that would have been the nice little incremental. And this is looking at teams, you know, coming from the bottom after playing in a grand final, then going down and then coming back up getting draft picks, getting some system in, as I talked about. There were 23 rounds this year, that tricked me. So you've ended up winning 11, which is which is spot on. I thought this was the perfect year to just miss this year and put a bit of hunger in the group for next year. Yeah, I guess it's, it's hard when you're in the moment because you want to play finals and we feel that we could have done damage. 
Um, but also, yeah, I fully understand what you're saying. I think that our growth, the growth is what we're most proud yeah. of. And, that, you know, we're not good enough defensively yet. We've proven that. Our offense is getting better. Our contest is very good. And our heart's great. We have a crack every week. But we, we still do leak too much. So we've got some work to do to make sure that we, you know, we hire up the ladder next year. I heard a stat, and there might only be only one other club uh, with the Crows that has missed the eight that have kicked the most points for yeah. in a season. It's incredible when, you know, the last couple of years, goals have been really hard to come by. But boy, boy, you, as I said, you get a ranking, you've got Walker, you've got Philthorpe, you've got Peddler, you've got Shelley, you've got uh, McAdam. There's so many options there. Yeah, absolutely. And that's exciting because, you know, like most coaches, we pretty much don't do a lot in offense. I mean, you just you work a hell of a lot in contest and defense and offense seems to come off of that. So we've got some talented players that, you know, can do that, which is why they're at our footy club. So now we're just going to tidy up those other areas and hopefully they can continue to do that and get better. Well, Mickey, you win a couple of finals and stick it right up and we're behind you. <laughs> <laughs> we will try. Thanks for the chat. Good on you, mate. No worries. Thank you, guys. Michael got on there, coach of the uh, the Sandful Crows, and uh, he's been through the tough times. We've spoken to him, haven't we? Oh, when yeah. he's, he's fronted up, and yeah, it's pretty hard. Not that we grill him too hard, but he's been he's been great. No, and they take on Sturt. They've had a very good year as well, too, they in the Sandful. Marty Matness boys. Yes. And the elimination final before that, Port Adelaide and Central District. So, uh, yeah, a couple of good games there. Glenelg have the rest. Yes, they do. Um, all Australian, we discussed that at the start. I, I still think only, only Charlie Cameron... In a side that finishes second, I think a little bit light on there. You yep. look at you look at. Um, I'll give you the example: because Bontempelli, English, and Liberatore could well have got in that. A side that didn't make the eight, three out of the Bulldogs. I thought Joe Danaher, Harris Andrews, Harris Andrews, a little bit stiff, and Lockie th- Neal. Yeah, yeah I Lockie Neal. I just I thought he could have been the sub. Mm-hmm. I, he would have been in my team, but but I guess that was it. Liber him was it Sarong, which I did pick. It was he got Sarong in? Yeah, good. I thought Merritt maybe. Yeah, I thought Merritt, yeah. Merritt was the Had one, a good but, year, but, but guess what, mate? You, you can't put them all in. You can't. And I've, I've been on that committee. It, it is numbers 20, 21, 22, and when you really get down to some fine line. We spoke about last night how good would Dustin Martin be as a sub. They didn't have a sub. No. I just, they they have know. a sub all year. Yeah. Imagine who's coming on. Oh, Dusty. Yeah. Did, did they have a second ruckman either? No, probably not. No. Probably not. And maybe Nick Larkin can learn the ruck. Not the judgment. <laughs> Mate, have a great weekend. I know you've had a very good day today. Yeah, so, yeah. And we'll do it all again Monday between 6 and 7. Bye for now. Bye, David.